Welcome to episode 208 of InTouch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How you doing, Warren? I am good. Good to be here. Good to uh, see you twice in one week. Uh, the, yeah. wife, the wife gets back tomorrow, and she, uh, there's no travel plans, so this might be it for a while. So we'll see how it goes. Well, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also happy to have uh, Guy Searle back on the show. Thanks for being a Guy. How are you doing? Yo, it's good to be here, man. What you? What's up? What you doing? How you feeling? You Jamaican? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> bad <laughs> New York beach accent. I thought, oh, I thought we were in Jamaica. Hey, oh, hey, hey. How we doing? I'm the, you want some? Oh, you take out the full bolt, you move the seat back. Everything's <laughs> just fine. Right. I put on some Bob Marley. We go and we go to the club. Here we go. Here. All right. Uh, this, on. So uh, we're. Uh, one week post Worldwide Developers Conference, so we have some uh, some after talk of uh, some things we didn't cover last week, but uh, got some good topics uh, when we chat about this week. Beta's pretty active, and uh, got some new stories as well, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, just jump right into the news for this week. Uh, first story was uh, Apple TV is going to be the exclusive home of Major League Soccer starting in 2023. Uh, Apple today announced a partnership with the MLS or Major League Soccer that will see every single MLS match streamed through the Apple TV app for the next 10 years with a deal to kick off 2023. So if you're if you're a soccer or if you're in the UK football uh, fan, you'll be able to stream every live match. No local blackouts, no restrictions. What a concept that would be. And uh, the quoting here, what Apple said, uh, this is for the first time in history of sports, fans will be able to access everything from a major professional sports league in one place, says Eddie Q, Apple's senior vice president of services. It's a dream come true for MLS fans, soccer fans, and anybody who loves sports. No fragmentation, no frustration, just the flexibility to sign up one convenient service to be able to watch. I think this is a, it continues, Apple continues to expand Apple TV. They did sign Major League Baseball beginning of this year with Friday Night Baseball, which is, it's gone with some, not so much fanfare, but they're working through the kinks. Guy, you being the sports fan you are, I know you want USFL to be on Apple TV. Yeah, I'm Plus, actually but, wearing uh, my Washington Federals hat right now. So, <laughs> so what do you think of this? Uh, I think that. It's probably great for Apple. I question whether it's going to be so good for Major League Soccer. Um, yeah. I, you know, to have, to, to basically force everyone who wants to watch Major League Soccer to have to go and get an, uh, an Apple TV subscription, um, you know, that you can't just have it on a local station or, you know, some other free station that you may have with your cable subscription. Um, like, you know, for Apple, that's fine. But for major league soccer, I think that they're, you know, I'm, I'm hoping Apple's paying them a lot of money because this could be limiting their audience. Yeah, well, they're also saying that uh, the uh, uh, they are going to show they're going to show a limited number of matches. They'll be available for free, so they'll they'll entice people to watch it. It also also depends on this. This sport is not as popular in the United States as no, it is in Europe, so uh, it'll be interesting. What, what's your thoughts on this, uh, Warren? Um, well, 
they're over two in sports that I really would watch at this point. So baseball, if you kind of pick two sports that I definitely wouldn't watch, that's baseball and soccer. So thank you, Apple, for that. Um, you know, I was hoping, you know, like I am hoping for football to come. Uh, that's yeah, still still to be determined because yeah. they they're still waiting to sign that contract because yeah. DirecTV's contract's and, coming up here. So and I would definitely, NFL. yeah. Um, the the one thing I I read though is this is not it may it's a separate subscription. According to the story, uh, from what they're at, it's not included with Apple TV subscription. Oh, really? See, that makes it even worse. So, no, I I thought it was included. It's not. It's like not even the the verbiage is like it's not. It's going to be a separate pass, and so that could be That's that could bad. be one or well, maybe not because that a might be mean that you would just need the Apple TV app to do it, and you would pay. It's still Apple TV's service they're getting the money you're paying apple you know right this way but it will it sounds like it's an alternative like you don't have to have both so for the people who want you know have an apple tv app on their television or or their roku could pay whatever they're going to charge for this thing with the apple tv app and watch it without getting apple tv and you know as well so um so that yeah, might actually because- open it up to more people because like, for instance, if if I didn't have Apple TV included right now, and this was football and not uh, and not soccer, and they said for twenty dollars a month you could have this pass where you could watch every football game, I might be in that camp that would just get that and not worry, not get the Apple TV Plus subscription because I, there's nothing on there that I want to yeah. watch. So if it's like an add-on like that, then you know. Might be uh yeah, they really don't say the price what the what the pricing is going to be. They don't list it yet in the story. They they say yeah. that it's going to be separated, and they haven't announced the price. But I mean, what's fair for? It, I mean, it's crazy. Like again, yeah. guy knows too. You probably know, but the NFL Game Pass that I bought for myself and my son is, you know, it's it's like three years worth of Apple TV. It's stupidly expensive of uh, the price. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah, like know. you know people you know. I don't know what the market is for for soccer fans if they're going to want to pay, you know, you know uh, how much for for it. So yeah, so that is that is right because because it says on on their newsroom uh, news release or on Apple's website it says uh, complete details details of the new service including when fans can sign up for the service, subscription pricing, and specific details about programming and blah 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 uh, will be announced in the coming months. Yeah, that's so, that's not good. I don't think that yeah. that's going to work I out really, really well. Yeah, that's a little different here. I, I would not subscribe to this. If, yeah, if there are, it was, if it was are, part of yeah. the, like the four ninety nine a month that you're already right. paying for Apple TV, that's what's different. But, that's then, different. Again, even then, I, w- I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. You know, you're you're basically forcing people to get Apple TV, but four ninety nine a month on top uh, and and besides the Apple TV content, it's, you know, it's an whatever you now. think about that. That yeah, I'm thinking, but you know, you're it, thinking it, in soccer. You're thinking in soccer, but if again, if this was the NFL, I pay three times that if whatever they charge, probably. Which, well, but the thing yeah. is, Apple isn't limited as far as as far as American football goes. You've got you've got two leagues that are going to start up again next year, and there's a third one that's that's going to be playing in August, Major League Football. I don't have no idea how well that's going to work out. But you've got the XFL and you've got the USFL that are coming February and March of next year. And that's not even assuming that they don't do some kind of merger, which I I think would be a good move. But but this isn't, you know, 
minor league football talk. Right. But here's a, here's a, but to have, difference. let me finish. Let me finish <laughs> to have, to have football of any kind. And right now, in order to watch, say the USFL, you have to be subscribed into Peacock. You have to be subscribed into FS1. You have to be subscribed into you know something related to Fox. You have right. to be subscribed and to something NBC related well. to NBC. So right. if if Apple could just say, you know what, y- you don't have to do any of that if you don't want to. We're going to buy into this league, and you know, sure for your local teams, you can get that on on over the air over the air TV. But for everyone else that might want to watch a football game, if they're all the games are going to be right here on Apple TV. And Apple, in turn, could sell uh, advertising for these games, which is which is an area that they haven't really gone into yet that I know of. I don't know if they're doing that for Major League Baseball or if they're letting Major League Baseball handle that. Mm-hmm. But to have some, you know, if they want to have a sporting presence, okay, you've got baseball on one night a week. You've got Major League Soccer eventually coming for however many games that's going to be. But if you really want to grab the the American audience, you, you got to have some football in there. Right. And if the NFL is going to right. pussyfoot around, because the problem with the NFL is that their, their broadcast rights are spread out all over the place. So right. to get even to even get a foot in the door there is but they're like streaming. Crazy. But that's the problem. Their streaming rights are not, and that's the, that's where things are really different with the NFL, Major League Baseball, and and soccer have just like you said. If you want to watch your flag, uh, the the football league that you're talking about, you could subscribe to different various areas to right. get to it. NFL right. is really it's a tight. Pain in the neck. And their only streaming partnership as of right now is DirecTV, and that's it. They only have Sony ticket, but uh, yeah, let's right. go ahead and wrap it up. I'd like to move on from this topic. So sure. Yep. No, go ahead. Finish up. No, no, it's 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 an interesting, fun topic. So, but yeah, no. but like, yeah, we we want football. there are alternatives football. to the NFL. Football, football, yeah, yeah. There's alternatives. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think this is uh, definitely something. Apple's really diving in with 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 content, and then that's really they really want to get into live sport, live events, live sports, and this is another way to do it. Um, next uh, story here is Apple Music and Apple Arcade to earn eight point two billion dollars annual <laughs> revenue by twenty twenty five. Say, yeah, that's got to go billion. Uh, says uh, JP Morgan analyst. Apple's revenue from its music and gaming subscription services is expected to jump 36% to $8.2 billion annually by 2025. Um, the investment bankers uh, analysts uh, said on Monday that Apple Music and Apple Arcade are likely to have a combined subscriber base about 100, 180 million uh, by 2025, with 110 million users paying for the company's music services and about 70 million for gaming. And uh, of course, Apple Music launched in 2015. It's the second largest music streaming service after Spotify, and Apple Music expects to account for seven billion of revenue uh, by 2025 as well. Apple Arcade is only what that's about three years old here, and it's starting to pull in some money. I didn't think it was doing this well. Again, this is just showing you that Apple continues to evolve with services. Guy, what do you think? I mean, I think it's music and and games. I mean, two two topics a lot of people like. Well, I mean, their services have been growing by leaps and bounds ever since. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is they don't really like their hardware sales now. They don't really break it down 
when they have their quarterly quarterly uh, earnings uh, calls, the 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 fact that Apple and you know and I was kind of skeptical skeptical when they started this, but I think that mm-hmm. the uh, that what is it Apple One Plus or Apple Plus subscription Apple One Bundle, yeah, uh, Apple One Bundle. Um, it, it's such a, it's such a great deal for Mac users with two terabytes of store up to two terabytes of storage, family yep. sharing amongst five or six people that are in your family. Six. And the, where it kind of drops off though, uh, is people that aren't Apple users. So if they can somehow entice other, you know, and, and I think a lot of it is also branding. Um, which is why I think they got away from iTunes. They they know that iTunes is inevitably linked to Apple and the Mac. So by changing it to just Apple Music, it takes away at least part of the stigma that iTunes had for people that were outside of the Apple ecosystem. And yeah, um, the 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 advantage for Apple that is a disadvantage for Spotify is that this is Spotify's entire business and any kind of downturn, just kind of like what's going on with Netflix right now is, Mm -hmm. is going to severely hurt them where Apple can just say, well, okay. So we had a slight dip in services, but we're still making billions everywhere else. So, you know, you know, Apple can play the long game. here. That's true. Warren, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I was kind of, pretty much say what Kai just said at the end is basically they, they don't really have much to lose in this kind of stuff. They keep throwing things out there. And, you know, if people do it, they do it. If not, they have so much money that, you know, it's, it's not going to hurt them. The, you know, um, the news plus service is one that comes to mind that hasn't really took off the way it, it, you know, maybe some of the others. All the hype that they had. Yeah. Yeah. And then fitness plus, you know, I know people use it, but it's, you know, certainly not talked about that often. Um, So, I mean, there's services that are going to be out there that, you know, are probably not as doing as well as the others, but again, you know, it's Apple smart with that, with the arc and the art, all these services, they could, they could modify how much they have to spend on these services based on numbers, you know, of subscribers and, you know, it's not mm-hmm. right. They could add they're they're constantly, you know, adding more people to Apple fitness, you know, do you, in the beginning, right. We heard all these famous trainers, right. Uh, the Barry's cookie is joining Apple fitness. I'm like, well, but, but now, now you don't hear that much anymore because they were throwing a lot of money in the beginning about that to, to get people. And now that it's not doing as well. They're like, you know, Gary's cookies went somewhere else and that's how it is. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, it's just like I said, they, they have the money to screw around with these services. Um, that, and know, it's all subsidized through other stuff that they do. Yeah. And, and you know, I think they know Apple Music is pretty much, I think at this point, they'd still think Apple Music is their bread and butter and services. I would have to think that that's mostly, only because it's been around the longest and, you yeah. know, um, at this point. But yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll uh, see where it goes here. It's going to be interesting. Um, last story here was uh, Apple has opened up registration for professional learning in uh, virtual conferences you know, with the iPad. Uh, this is an if anybody's interested in some professional learning this summer, you you have an iPad, and Apple will be hosting a series of free virtual hands-on professional learning experiences. 
using the iPad starting this week as we record this. Uh, explore helpful resources, practice new skills, reflect on ways Apple technology can support great learning and teaching. Um, I uh, went and checked it out. It's, uh, it's actually pretty good, and they got some good topics of photography and uh all kinds of other stuff. I mean, all you really need to do is have an iPad with an Apple Pencil, and you can take a look at the course selection uh, links in the, in this article in the show notes here. Uh, but they're, they're yeah, they're offering things like mu- making musical masterpieces and diving into learning AR, as well as learning how to code in Swift, uh, and um, which that event's already filled up. Though there, oh wow, uh, is it free session? Is it absolutely free? Yeah, you just go on the site, register, and. Um, Hopefully they stay still so open. Like I said, the, the Swift one already filled up, and I was just looking at this yesterday. So got to be Swifter. Uh, they've got to be oh, Swifter. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. oh. something you something you've been interested you would be interested in, guy. Uh, you know what? This kind of remind this kind of reminds me of what Apple used to do in store, where they would have like these right. these little learning they classes and stuff. They still do. And They're still it, doing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, the, part of the problem, and it's not a bad problem to have, is that the stores get so crowded that there's really no room to have that kind of close one-on-one teaching like they used to. Not any, not really. I've seen one old lady sitting there, <laughs> like five, five empty chairs. If you go at the right, you have to go at the right oh. time. You'll see, you'll see the one old lady and five empty chairs and the, the, the teacher looking. Um, I want to learn about garage band. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. You I've, go gone the right I've been, been, by, been by myself. So I'm granny rapper. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that that they're that they're doing i wonder if this is like the start of like something else that they could roll into uh the apple one bundle you know having uh and not just because right now what what these these classes are just kind of like fun to have courses right there's there's like nothing that's really attached to them that's it they say well you know you might want to hire me because i learned how to do web design in this Apple learning virtual conference. Um, but if they can, if they could get some accredited courses, then this could, this could become, you know, like Apple university, you know, you've, you've got Apple music, you've got Apple TV. Now you're going to have, you know, uh, Apple dance theory or, you know, whatever the particular course might be. So yeah, I, 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 I look forward to our education being run by our Apple overlords. <laughs> <laughs> all hail well check it out links in the show notes uh, i think it's something that'll be definitely interesting here so uh let's go ahead and move on to the topics this week uh let's start with beta discussion uh ios 15.6 beta 3 there's uh, believe it or not they're still doing some beta testing with uh 15.6 it's third gen just came out this week as we record uh really don't know of any real changes that have occurred uh, on here other than probably some bug fixes because uh, they had some, you know, various bugs that have been going on with it, but uh, we all know that the, all the focus is going to move on to uh, iOS uh, 16, uh, and uh, so not much I'll say about that other than if you're still wanting to, to, to check out iOS 15, uh, you can with beta. It's probably going to be up. To, I would, I was expecting it would probably been released this week, but apparently they had another beta, uh, so maybe next week we'll see. So there's like uh, but, three people in the world that downloaded that, right? Because yeah, exactly. Every other developer is going to get the new stuff, and and yeah, I see yeah, exactly. So, but we are in week two of uh, beta for iOS 16 for only developers at the moment. Uh, so that is uh, going to be something that's uh, definitely going to be focused on for quite some time here. Um, there's so much stuff that uh, that on, on here, um, Warren. Since you're you're the 
the the beta tester for everything living on that edge. What, what have you seen? Yeah, beta master. We we uh, have you uh, noticed anything uh, that that's caught your eye so far? He's the master beta fish. <laughs> um, no, now now I can't talk. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot of new features. That's why I said I wonder if you if let's, anything let's you've caught. Okay, that's what we're back to topic. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's been a rougher week. Um, there's been definitely times where I wish my stuff would work, and and it didn't. Um, I I actually had a job of recovering somebody's MacBook, and it was uh, tough with two Mac with other Macs that I had with the uh, the beta on there because with Ventura, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a, a challenge. But other than that, um, you know. Teams crashes. I can't use Teams on my phone, which is kind of a bummer um, too. Because I, I use it <laughs> oh, for work. Is that is that because of the beta, it's or is beta. that because yes. Microsoft hasn't updated their stuff to work well, with it? Not, well, both. Yeah. So yeah, what happens is a lot of these companies don't jump that fast right away. To, to do it to fix it, and that's you know that's their prerogative too. They don't have you know they don't have to. So, um, you know, if you go out, like at this point, if you go to Google and say Teams crash iOS 16, you'll see a thread. Uh, yeah. Everybody say me too, me too, me too. So it's broken. Um, other than that, it's, it's good. I mean, I've been playing with a couple of new features. I really, uh, there's a lot that I really like. Um, so a lot of features I like, I really like the, uh, um, the ability to, to take the, the picture, uh, out of the picture, like a, like a, yeah, that's really fun. Um, I haven't tried that yet. I mean, I, I, I think we'll do it on another, not the next episode here. We gotta, yeah, it's, have, I'm gonna some talk about that because it's, it is really cool. It's fun. So, like, you could, and then you could, you know, it takes, it's a little practice to figure out how to do it because you, if you're in the picture, you grab it out and then you, there's nothing to do with it. So, you're just moving the picture of the picture somewhere. So, there's some bugs there, yeah. but, um, yeah, anyways, that was fun. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I haven't. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to a lot of different. Oh, there is, and that's what I say. Over the next course, the next few weeks, we'll be talking about it as we find things. One of mm-hmm. no, one of them note that I discovered is uh, the fact that if you go into a, into, a, into a message and you want to type in, like, let's say you want to say it's thirty five degrees Celsius, um, and you send it to somebody, and that person, as well as you, have iOS sixteen, mm-hmm. you actually once you send it, you t- you tap where it says. 35 degrees Celsius, tap it, then a menu pop will pop up and it now shows you uh, Kelvin and Fahrenheit. So now no more having to figure out when someone tells you it's 35 degrees Celsius, what the temperature is here where we know in the Fahrenheit. Uh, so they're doing those kind of uh, um, quick menu uh, things like that within messages as well as I believe it will work in others, other apps like notes and such like as well, but I haven't tried that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also will do a time zone uh, adjustment too. So if you say 5 p.m. Pacific time and you sent, they, they sent that to you and you can, uh, you could tap it and it'll give you what the current uh, time is and where your location is uh, to convert it. So, uh, so they're doing a lot of those uh, cool things that I'm seeing. Uh, and this yes, that uh, would be a big help for me constantly having a fight with British summertime with, uh, with yeah. Jazz, oh, yeah. trying to figure out what the hell oh, time absolutely. is it over there? I do the same thing with, uh, with uh, the British tech network with Mac, yeah. the Mac show too. So, uh, so we always end up losing an hour for, uh, for like two weeks and then we get the hour back again. Uh, so, so uh, my wife, 
Let's go with my wife, or we never fight about whether the whether it's in Celsius or not. That would be just yeah. weird. Um. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we, uh, we let's 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 talk about uh, some more uh, of uh, of the announcements that may not have been reviewed or, or covered. Because again, there was just so much that was just talked about, and then probably going to be covering for the next few more weeks. Just uh, some of the things that we can uh, talk about. But notably, I know, uh, guy, you just caught your eye as well as me is uh, is stage manager. Quite a bit yeah. of a. Uh, controversy going on with that right now uh and the fact of the matter that apple um can uh, fix it uh so stage manager conversation uh if go ahead guy you you, you put into some of this text go ahead and uh, uh see, say what you were you what you found uh, well uh, we basically cut. what's going on is apple is saying that stage manager isn't going to work on ipads that don't have an m1 as a matter of fact it's not going to work on macs that don't have an m1 Right. So I think that it's, you know, and, and the explanation that they gave was in typical Apple fashion, pretty vague that mm-hmm. it says, well, you know, we tried it and it just didn't work as well as we thought it was going to. So in order to have the quote unquote full experience, we're going to limit it to only the uh, the M1 Max and M1 iPads, which of course has people who bought uh, iPad Pros from 2016, 2018, I think 2020 as well, uh, mm-hmm. up in arms because they have right. uh, a whatever the the A series chip is that's in the their iPad, iPad Pros, and you know I I was I was perousing the the comment section where i got this story from and one of the points that kept trying to be made over and over again was that the m series chips are basically derivatives of a series chips i mean that was where apple got the original design for them so why can't they work too and again i'm without seeing the results of what apple had when they tried to do it with a series chips and of course we'll never see that unless you know some hacker manages to to get it on there apple's explanation of less cores less memory less gpu less neural engine yeah. uh Federico did say that yeah it kind of makes it kind of makes sense i don't want to give apple a complete pass on it uh i really wish that some sometimes that that Apple would just get ahead of some of this stuff and say, "Look, okay, well, here's what it looked like when we tried to do it on an A series chip, and mm-hmm. at least that way, all of the and you know, part of the problem as well is Apple in their advertising talks about how powerful the iPads are, uh, the, especially the A series iPads." And right. then they turn around and say, well, okay, well, there's this new OS coming out. And you're not going to be able to use features A, B, and C because it's, you know, not supposed to work with the, the chip that you have. So, you know, I mean, how Apple can't really have it in, in both ways. Either the iPads that we bought less than two to three years ago are powerful computers in their own right and capable of, of running at full speed, you know, at least the, an, uh, the the next version of the OS after we've bought them, or 
you know, change your, change your, um, your, your message so that our expectations aren't quite so high. I don't know. You know, it's again, without knowing what that was going to look like with an A series iPad, it, it, it's hard to, to have a, a, a hard and firm opinion on, on I mean, it, whether it's good or not. I mean, and Apple has been as always famous for knowing that they they're they're looking out for our best interest, and it, if they're going to be satisfied with what the experience is going to be with new, the newer technology and using it on older devices. But I agree with you that that you know, there's people who have 2018 iPads, and, like and th- those are perfect. Yeah, there's perfectly good iPads. I mean, they they yeah. they, they will work perfectly fine. Interestingly enough, uh, nine to five Mac. There's an ar- I put an article in here as well. They did find some code in here uh, that says that uh, uh, that there was in- an internal mode that will allow it to work. <laughs> in hmm. essence, uh, so the code was uh, f- was found in, and it said it was there was a code name for legacy devices called uh, Shammy, uh, and this, hmm. the that's the stage manager code name. So they were, they were testing with it. And, and of course that, I guess it does align with what the statement was that came from Craig of, about this. Um, but they were just, well, again, they were there, they were there, they've been testing it, but I guess they, the engineers felt that, uh, this wasn't something that uh, was going to be satisfactory of an experience, you know. Granted that the M1 has the faster Thunderbolt port, you know, because they so they're thinking well, external displays. Doesn't the, air, and, doesn't the Air have an M1? Air does too, but then the Air is also slower, slower as well. And then I think that the RAM they were talking but that, about but that's too. A, that doesn't have that doesn't have the USB C port or th- or the Thunderbolt port. That's got lightning the I air think. the the new the last air i believe has light is, is a uh, it's not thunderbolt i think it's just usbc it's just usbc it okay. doesn't have the thunderbolt mm-hmm. um but i mean that that in itself in its, uh, itself that i think apple again i i, I see what i just right away i knew that apple always is looking at okay we we, we don't think this is going to be a good experience for our customer using a product that this that's this old. I mean, just like when we have the iPhones that go as far back as the iPhone 8, you know that not all yeah. the features are going to work uh, that are in iOS 16. I mean, same thing with, has happened with, yeah, it just isn't isn't possible with the, with the processor and, and its speed. I mean, same thing with some of the older iPads. I mean, even though iPad, I've got the first generation iPad Pro, there's no way that that one's, that's that's a seven-year-old iPad. Uh, but, but it's, uh, but it's, still a pro. And then I'm, I was, I, I was glad to see that they, they're at least letting that model go another year. Cause there's still a lot of people have that first generation iPad pro at the top of now. What do you, uh, I, I'm going to wait for you to hear your thoughts on this word. So I got, I, I got thoughts. My first thought is Apple, <laughs> Apple fan haters have been saying that iPads can't multi- multitask, right? It's not a real tablet. You can't multitask. Yeah. Uh, and this M1 BS is just going to add fuel to that fire, right? So, you so you're telling me that everybody just wanted resizable Windows to multitask, you know, like in Windows 3.1 and Mac probably Mac uh, OS X six, like something like that, where you're, you know, that's all we want. So what did Apple do? They're like, well, they they want that, but let's just make this incredibly a complicated you know, process with floating windows and, and things that look so much better instead of just putting the stupid X on top of a, of a box and a sizable window. And they, so, so for them to say that we didn't like the experience, they made the experience. They have the smartest programmers in the world working in that building. You know, they could have easily, easily done 
something, maybe it wouldn't have looked as nice, maybe whatever. That's a thing. <laughs> but yeah. well, but but people were clamoring. People were clamoring for. They didn't need nice, right? They weren't the, the people who were begging for the power feature for and say, I want this to look like a beautiful thing. Like when I do it, no, they're not saying that. I want to be able to take my finger and take this app and move it there. And I want to take my finger and put this app there. That's all they, all they wanted. That's literally all they asked for. And, yeah. and they got this and, you know, for Apple to say it's a cop out that they, they easily, easily could have made this happen. Maybe. Um, I mean, the code's there. I mean, it, it can be done. It's just a matter of... It can be done. Apple doesn't, well, Apple doesn't want to do it. They could have changed the code, too. I mean, the, the, one thing, the one thing that we have to remember is Apple is in, is in flux right now. They're in a, a period of transition between Intel and M1 and A-series and M-series. I don't think yep. it's a stretch of the imagination to say that every single iPad will be an M series iPad within the next one to two years. And it probably wouldn't be a stretch, especially once the the three nanometer process is, is yielding better results that iPhones as well won't be, or will be M series or or whatever they're going to call a processor that'll fit within an iPhone as compared to, you know, the M series for larger devices like iPads and the Macs. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some pain. This happened in the transition between the 64,000 and the PowerPC, PowerPC to Intel. And of yeah. course, it's going to happen now that we're going from Intel to uh, ARM. So this isn't going to be the last story that we hear about no. this mm-hmm. and chances are, and, and this is just the, as far as the Mac goes, this is just the beginning. There's only a couple of things in Ventura that won't work with Intel series max. And that is going to accelerate. Oh, and it already did with Monterey. So yeah, right. well, I mean, it, it's going to go and there's like two or three big features that, that, that won't work with Intel max with Ventura. But the time when the next one, Miss snuggle kitty comes out, next year there's going to be it's going to be accelerated and will be intel max are going to be also rans within the next probably two years so and that's what they probably said but that's a whole other topic and i think Uh, but real fast i think apple is taking the bread that most people don't care right because essentially you're with this feature, you're except make, the fanboys. <laughs> well, and girls, they're, they're saying going to complain no matter what you do, right? But yeah. most people who have a non M1 iPad at this point are not going to care about that. They use it differently. That's I'm not saying that's true or not, but that's probably what they're thinking because literally they obsoleted, and I don't want to say obsolete, but they basically left out probably about eighty percent of the iPad ownership population at that point, right? Uh, I, I would imagine, you know. Of all the iPads out there, with well, still a lot with of iPad, old ones out iPad there. OS, iPad OS 16 and, and very much so 17, it, they're going to start yeah. dropping like flies. Yeah, but yeah, I, but I still think there's right as of right now, there's probably you know 90 percent non M1 iPads out there in the wild. Sure. And, you know, so so that you sounds know, about fair. So I, I, I would I would say that most people aren't going to be able to use this feature. Um, you know. Some of them are going to say, I'm going to 
get myself an M1 now because of this and some won't. And, yeah. you know, that's, you know, again, Apple, if this was a like super feature like that, everybody, if the, uh, let's say the mask, uh, the phone with the mask, uh, I'll unlock with the mask, wasn't that a big thing too, where it needed like a 12 or 13, you know, True. something like that, they would be a lot more careful about introducing a feature that's not going to work on 80, 90% of their, devices that use that right well i mean i tried it out i don't know if you've tried it out warren on your mac on m1 and I, it's pretty slick i mean i got it on the my my secondary m1 mac mini that yeah, and installed I it, it and i turned it off uh, after a while i, I liked it i like the way it'd be able to easy to toggle it's i mean because not everybody likes uh, um spaces and, and i never like spaces on the mac yeah but, but i don't like how uh, it doesn't come back full screen like you know, things like if you if you're switching between them, the state doesn't come back the way that this should come back uh, that I found. So like, it, you know, I have to go full screen again when I open back up. Yeah. It, I didn't like it personally, but maybe they'll change. Yeah. I will see. How, I mean, we'll see where yeah. it goes. I mean, stage manager was, it was a quite a, quite a big thing to talk about. And, and, uh, and remember the stage manager, it's, it's not just multitasking on an iPad or making multitasking better than an iPad. It's being able to connect an iPad to a larger monitor and basically right. turn it into a, 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 a full, a full blown, whatever you, you know, however you want to define computing, uh, computer. And, and you can hook them up before this. So I, I fucked up iPads monitors. Well, it's, it's not, it's yeah. not yeah. as like, if, if you look at something like Samsung decks and I, you know, I know we're, I don't want to go down that rat hole. Um, but sure. Android devices, as far as connecting them up to a larger monitor and all the rest of that, at this point, at this point, are better. is a better experience than mm-hmm. what you're going to get connecting an iOS or an iPad to a larger monitor. I bought and, a Lenovo tablet last week. I could tell you all about yeah. it. That's well, the same it's, thing. It's, the stage manager is is like the, the first shot across the bow to, to try to rectify that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. But uh, uh, we got we got plenty to look for. And there's going to be more and more betas that are going to be released. Who knows? Apple Hopefully could be releasing soon. some. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Apple will be releasing a lot more changes because this is not the final. This is not the final code yet. So, um, so let's move on. I got another topic here. I wanted to talk about. Uh, we there was a story that the European Union had announced that uh, they are now going to mandate that every device that has a port on it would, would be it a phone. Uh, tablet and such has to have USB-C. Uh, and uh, Apple, of course, doesn't do that because they still have that old 10-year-old lightning connector that's that's sitting on the iPhone. So uh, it's uh, definitely something that uh, Apple's going to have to look at. I mean, because the, the European Union, there's going to be a lot of people that, I mean, we got a few years yet before this has to happen, but there's been quite a debate on it. Our friend Andrew Orr actually wrote this article. I have a link in the show notes for an on, on Apple Insider uh, about uh, just kind of the pros and cons of the Lightning versus USB-C. And I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts on this as well. Uh, I guess, again, the new rules are going to be in 2024. So I can't imagine that, that the iPhone 14 is going to change this year. It's still going to stay with Lightning. I, I just know. Uh, but really, there's the, the if you look at the, the pros and the cons of it is, you know, Lightning was, was like I said, released in 2012. You know, it was quite a big jump when we got rid of that 30-pin connector fi- finally. If we don't, if we remember how much of an uproar that was when, yeah. when they had the, the, the 30 pin connector for those first uh, 10 years, um, uh, people were just going crazy. So Apple had created adapters and making sure that these plugs work for a while and all that. So, um, 
but it it uh it, it does have as far as the bad thing to it is it does have a slow transfer data transfer rate but is that a big deal? Because I don't know if a lot of people are using their iPhone to transfer data. I just, That's what I, saw I just, I, I just don't think that is a huge deal. Um, so it, it does have transfer speeds that are slow. Uh, but you know, like, but like you have something like a 12.9 inch on, uh, the iPad pro, the first gen I have that has a lightning on it with the, the camera adapter. That was slightly faster because it was USB 3.0. So they were adapting, but, um, it really depended on the device. So, um, it is a good protocol for charging. I agree with this and, and saying that uh, 27 watts is, a, is about the right adapter that'll work and make sure that it charges fast. I find the iPhone charges fast with this. Um, and uh, so, I, I mean, really the pros and cons are, the pros are the fact that Apple is, is does do a, 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 MiFi certifi- uh, a, a MFI certification program on it to make sure that you're getting a cord and a connector that is certified by Apple to make sure it's going to work. Cause there's tons of knockoffs out there. You could yeah. buy those at the, at, at the, at the, the local Walgreens on their little kiosks when you walk up to their cash register and then those things are like 10 buck cables and you know, yeah. they're who knows what, who knows what they are. So it's fish bait and yeah. computer yeah. supplies. They, they work for a while. I, I've I, real fast. I've never had a cable as bad as it's been ever hurt or damaged the actual phone ever, yeah. ever. I've always had, them break they'll they'll break after you know like five days they won't work sometimes yeah but if if i buy a five dollar cable you know because i'm in vegas i need to charge my phone for five days and it lasts five days and it was worth the five dollar um but i i I, i'll compare this to usb-c and you also have to include the, the thunderbolt the uh into that equation as well, because, you know, iPads now have Thunderbolt 3, Thunderbolt 4, giving you faster throughput for, for that. How important is that? Well, I mean, it's a tablet. I mean, you're going to probably going to be doing a little more tra- data transfer. A lot of p- use, people use external external drives they want to plug into the iPad to be able to transfer photos and, and, and all that stuff. So is this a big of a big of a debate? I don't know. I mean, I think is, is this going to be a huge deal? I don't think so. But I also think that, uh, that it's a long time. It's been a long time. You know, 10 years is a long time in technology to have the same exact technology. And Apple is the only one in, in, that, that, that has not changed their, their connectors. So, now, what do you think? Guy? Is this a big deal to you as far as the, uh, if, if Apple would have to switch? Uh, I think it is a big deal, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've never been like huge lightning cable fan, uh, especially once USB-C came out. The fact that, you know, the uproar that happened between the 30 pin and lightning, I think was more along the lines of there was such a huge ecosystem of products out there that was being supported by uh, 30 pin devices. I mean, everybody had something that would go between older uh, iPods and and clock radios or or what have you. Mm -hmm. And the, the funny thing was, even though they're selling more devices than ever with lightning cables than they did with 30 pin, I don't think that the, the hardware ecosystem is anywhere near as big as it was with the 30 pin. So I, I agree. think there, I agree with there that. will be, there will be some, you know, gnashing of the teeth and, and the, you know, the, the faux rage and, and all the rest of that. How could Apple do this to me? But I, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal as when the change happened between 30 pin and lightning. And honestly, 
USB-C is on everything. And if lightning goes away, I'm, I'm really not going to miss it that much. Yeah. No, you got to look at Apple, what they've done now, every cable that goes inside a box. Of course, you're not getting the power adapter anymore, but it's a, it's a USB-C to lightning cable. You don't have the USB-A anymore, at least that comes with devices now. So that, so they're, they're kind of doing it anyway. So, I mean, there's a slow transition to it. Um, and, uh, I don't, I see it, uh, I, I, I see it not being a huge deal. It's just pushing them in the direction that they were going to go anyway, maybe just a little mm-hmm. faster than they wa- originally yeah. wanted to. Yep. Do you have anything else, Warren? Yeah. I mean, so we all have our areas of the house where we have cables uh, on tables for, for people to come in and charge their phones and blah, blah, blah. And for us to charge our phones and, you know, it would be super nice if there was like one or two just USB-C cables instead of the wrap nest of other cables i have at every one of the spots in my house yeah. um usb micro usb mini blah blah blah, blah <laughs> all the one and so and, forth well it, and you know like you know when when my you know trailer in-laws come over they're all looking for you know <laughs> when you wait hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> yeah. what was that again when my in-laws come over no uh, there was a word that no, you no no said. no so when my in-laws come over they they tend to have Android phones. So they're looking for the micro USBs and, and the USB C's. And then, you know, my, my, uh, my pretentious, uh, rich uh, friend neighbors who come over with their iPhones, they, they plug in with their iPhone with the lightning cable. So, you know, it's, it's hard to please everybody. It would be, if for anything, it will make the mess of trying to charge people's phones and, and things, uh, like in my office, messy, Less messy. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, they, if they do it, I'm sure they could come up with like some really nice charger things for, I mean, like, you know, you could get a really nice, you know, two or three or four port USB-C charger um, that will charge multiple devices a lot better than you could get a multiple lightning charger. Um, It's, you know, it's just, it has, I mean, I guess you could do the USB to see lightning, but whatever. But it it's cleaner, so um, that that's where I'm going. With that. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Next topic here. We always heard the word Sherlock, Sherlock apps, and we've Sherlock had it happen for years. Happened for years and years that uh, Apple would come up with a new app for something specific to, that another app fixed. You know, like live text. Sherlocked a lot of apps that were out there when that came out. Uh, well, now they 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 have the continuity camera that's going to be that's that's in and Mac OS beta for Ventura, uh, Ventura, and uh, and uh, they do have a new uh, feature that's called continuity camera, and basically it's going to allow you to be able to hook your iPhone wirelessly to uh, your Mac and be able to uh, use it as a webcam. Now I currently am using my camera, my um, an iPhone as a webcam, uh, and I have been for quite some time. And I I, I happen to use a product called uh, Camel Camel Studio made by Reincubate. Yep. Uh, so it's awesome app. And um, so then I I went ahead and I tested it on iOS 16, and sure enough, it crashed. <laughs> so. Uh, so I went ahead and I just checked out on, on, on Twitter to see if anybody had said anything to, to the guys at reincubate about it. And, uh, uh, sure enough, someone did say something, but it wasn't, I made a huge deal out of it. So I, I went and said, Hey, yeah, this is crashing on iOS 16. So I, I actually had downgraded this, this 
iPhone down down to the beta 15.6 for a brief time. So I did go on beta uh, 15.6 for a very brief time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the next day I got response. Uh, I noticed that Camo uh, got updated to 1.6.7 is the new version. Uh, and sure enough, it works. It works in iOS 16. But that that just shows you that how great those guys are at reincubate. In fact, the, the uh the CEO actually made the reply and they asked and said, Hey, yeah, is it working for you now? And I said, Yeah, this is it's it's great. It's working and uh, I'm very pleased. Thank you. And you guys rock is uh and how quick of a response that was on it, just realizing that they you know, the press for this particular app was getting, you know, the, oh, this this app's for sure you're gonna be sure locked. There's no way. Um well I think I don't think it is because I think if anybody you guys haven't noticed that look at my lower third here now this is this is their new feature in Camo Studio they have new overlays and templates that you can create that that uh, adds even more uh, ways and I can turn it toggle it on and off very easily and they they've got eight or ten different templates you can add I don't know if you've looked at this yet guy but uh, it's uh, what, it's uh, what is it that you're showing the InTouch uh, iOS logo thing. Yeah, that's a whole new that's a whole new lower third now because it uh, you have even more flexibility in being able to add things. You only really were able to. I had added like uh, my name and and the, and just the logo, but now you've got all kinds of different templates. Like you can have a business card. You can have all they've they've created it so you can actually edit and modify it. So only reason I bring that up is the fact that I I think that Camo Studio is is going to be they'll continue to evolve it. I mean, yeah, I, I think that uh, the uh, the continuity camera is going to be something that that's interesting but and i know apple is going to be opening up the api so other developers can take advantage of of what their technology is but it's still pretty new uh and of course they are going to they are partnering with belkin to have a little stand that'll clip right on the top of your macbook pro uh if you so choose um, i've tried it on, on a mac and it's okay i mean it seems like it works okay i don't know if you've had a chance to try it yet uh, with your uh, with your uh mac uh warren as i far just as, uh, i just updated it while we were talking okay <laughs> are we talking about the camo or the the the, cam- uh, no, the uh the continuity camera the continuity oh, yeah, camera yeah. in 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 um in ventura no it works great i mean isn't, uh, isn't isn't there quite a bit of latency at this point though no it, it was perfect i could i could show you guys but, but it i didn't see any problems with it um, okay. And so, I mean, um, you know, two things. Sherlock companies are going to try if they think they could try. We we all saw what happened with the um, uh, AstroPad that we bought. Um, what was it? Yeah. So, you know, the we the the difference with that is that was that's a paid the is a paid hardware purchase. So that was going to be losing to apple no matter what because apple mm-hmm. provided pretty much the solution for free and right. very free and it did just as good as a job as, as the as the dongle did um, right. in my opinion so that that was its problem and then they tried you know they're still trying with the windows version of it and i, I do play with it sometimes you, you could you know use that for for windows and things like that um so with, with this you know being that Camo is free or can be free. It doesn't have a paid. It has a free version. And then the paid version is going to be the studio that you, right. that you need, to, so, need uh, to have. Yeah. So I think they, you know, they'll, they'll have a better shot uh, at least than, than Luma did or Luna did because, um, you know, they, they, you know, if it's free, if it's free and people had it and they were using right. it, 
they're going to continue to go on no matter what, you know, they're going to continue to use it and they might pay for it if they like it. Um, but, you know, for me, the feature is more for people who are traveling and they, they, they forgot to bring a webcam with them and that's where it's going to come in handy. In fact, right. I've already used it once for that uh, because uh, I was here without a, a webcam for a meeting. Actually, real fast, I had to actually download something else called a, uh, Epicam, Epic, E-P-O-C-C-A-M. It's the same thing, yeah. uh, but it's yeah. also worked on a Windows computer because I was on my Windows computer for work. So um, that's another issue too. I don't know if Cam was cross-platform or not. It is. But is it? So that's a yeah. big thing because, you know, the, the uh, continuity cam's not. So, you know, could, yeah, could happen. Right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, being cross-platform, uh, Electron programming was a, was a big big deal about app developers using Electron for their apps. So you are going to start seeing more and more cross platforming of this type of stuff. But to be able to utilize the iPhone, I think is a great thing. But in general, there's the articles in the show notes here about uh, different apps that we're going to be Sherlocked, and, and there are going to be some that like we, of all, ones we just mentioned uh, that are going to are gone because they really could not compete with what Apple was going to provide. So. Do you have any, any last thoughts, uh, more, uh, Guy, before we uh, move on to next topic? Uh, I'm kind of playing with it right now. I'll switch I know. cameras in a second. <laughs> no, we can do that. We'll do that yeah, after, after show here. After show. Uh, so, uh, it asked me if I wanted to, to do it. I said no. I should have said. So uh, um, two, two, more, two more topics here I wanted to touch on. Uh, as always, Apple never really talks about I. Uh, tvOS uh, but uh, there were some features that were added in the tvOS 16 that weren't even mentioned during the the, the keynote uh, and uh, I've got a show uh, article in the show notes here that, that uh, will will give some of the uh, some of the things that uh, they're adding uh, of note they're including cross device connectivity that tvOS 16 is going to enable developers to integrate their Apple TV app with the their iPhone iPad and Apple watch apps to unlock new experiences feel more like a personal personal than ever. Uh, feel more personal than ever. Um, they're uh, expanding uh, game controller support. They're going to support HDR 10 plus, which will be. Uh, uh, so this feature may not be, may be abandoned because they didn't remove that uh, from, from their website. So they did, they did kind of mention it before multi-user improvements. Uh, it's just going to offer improved system integrations for user profiles, which is great. Then matter, which is a new standard that is going to enabling compatible, uh, compatible smart home, accessories to work together seamlessly, uh, including with Amazon and uh, the Echo and uh, others and more. And the home hub is needed to, to control matter where the TV, uh, Apple TV could do that. So, so there were, there were a couple things that were added there. So I thought I'd mention any of that. So uh, definitely check that out. I don't know if you guys had any comments on that before we move on. Okay. Apple TV and, uh, just is. It's there. It's just a. It's a thing. And then, and then the uh, other topic I wanted to cover is the CarPlay features that are actually going to come to iOS 16. As we uh, as we watched the the uh, the keynote last week, you know, okay. yeah, it was cool and all to see those cars that had the fully immersed app CarPlay experience. But it's going to be years down the road before I see any many, car manufacturers. Many years. Yeah, I, I, if if at all, I mean, so obviously Apple was. Uh, Trying to, to to get people to think, oh, you know, manufacturers like BMW and Ford and and others are going to jump on this bandwagon. I 
I, I could see it. They're going to have to partner with with the car manufacturer, but this could be a way to come because, of course, of Project Titan potentially Apple Apple coming out with an Apple car. Um, so, uh, there was rumblings that maybe Tesla could be con- considering thinking about now dabbling into CarPlay. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but they they did add some new car some new app categories, um, which is uh, which is great. Which uh, in the past they had things like uh, food ordering, parking, EV charging apps. If you had an EV that, that has CarPlay, uh, so uh, driving tasks and fueling. Um, and then also, uh, you all are going also going to have, um, all, all of the, uh, the conferencing apps like teams is already available on CarPlay and, and zoom, but now WebEx, oh God, who wants to be on a WebEx meeting? Uh, that's going to be on there. Is that a, it can't be video. Uh, oh, it's audio. It's yeah, audio. Okay. It's audio. Of course. I mean, sudden, yes. A sudden rash of cars suddenly veering off and hitting. Yeah, no, no, it's audio. Pillars. Uh, they will make sure it's blocked to be audio only. So I think Zoom's, um, Zoom's already done on their too, right? Zoom's there already, and Teams is already there, and WebEx is coming if it hasn't already. Um, two other changes they made in with messages and podcasts in CarPlay um, that won't require future app updates. Apple is speeding up the flow of messaging when using Siri, and podcast app is expanding its library. So uh, drivers will have the option to automatically send a message after having Siri review it back to you. It's speech to text works as expected. They'll remove a step currently required when reviewing messages in CarPlay. If you decide to edit the messages, that always drives me crazy sometimes. Do you want to edit it? Did you want to, you want to send it? Mm. Um, so you could change that. I don't attempt um, to do it anymore. I don't attempt yeah. to voice a message anymore. I've given up. <laughs> I've, I've been doing it. I did it the last day or two. It never I works. Car, and I would so. say you'd screw it. Um, it works Apple's also. I, I usually just send <laughs> it anyway, even if it isn't. Right, just because it's yeah, usually funnier that way. It doesn't, and it usually is not going to the right person or phone. Yeah. Apple is going to also expose some of the app podcast apps features in CarPlay. Uh, the, the CarPlay currently focuses on the listening now feature, but other ways of finding the right podcast episode requires the iPhone app. But starting in iOS 16, uh, you'll be able to find episodes that are downloaded or saved. Uh, the app will also now allow you to view latest episodes of shows in your library. We'll also be likely to gain some wallpaper options, and uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, it's, a, it's a welcome uh, uh, thing to see that they're going to expand, at least on some of the functionality. Again, full car immer- immersed uh, experience with CarPlay in a car, I think, is a long way down the road. You think it was, it do, was fun to watch. Do you think they'll do video like Tesla does? Like, Because they'll know your car is not moving now when you tap in so tesla allows you to watch netflix hulu things like that on its screen do you think they'll start to do that i don't know i i find it hard to believe that they would only because uh uh they worry about liability it's it's dangerous to be doing video uh but you over do, uh, you can't on, on a tesla there's no way to play it if you're moving so oh well, yeah for moving yeah i mean just like just like when you can't um do gps stuff when you're moving uh it, it says uh Cars moving, you can't change the setting or right, right, right. Access but the you, setting. Like in the Tesla, you could watch Netflix, just not uh, if the car is moving, you can't. So Apple could easily say you could, you know, stream video from your phone to CarPlay to your right. one of three screens, and that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but I mean, it was good to get, see that uh, they gave CarPlay some love. It was it, it was long overdue. There really wasn't much uh, much else. Uh, when it comes to that. So, um, but, uh, 
All right. Uh, with that, I think we made it to the hour here. And uh, if you have, unless you have anything else to add, we'll go ahead and wrap things up for this I have, week. I have one final thought. Yes. For the Apple TV and the um, the the stage camera. Why don't they? Why haven't they allowed you to use your iPhone as a camera to get video calls on the Apple TV? Like that's, that's like, a good question. Like. Um, they could make, they could compete with the portal, right? Because they have the object detection. They can move around with the kids, like they show in the portal. It has everything the portal does, and it's an Apple device, so you don't have to deal with Facebook. Go ahead. No, that 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 that's a that's a good that's a good question. I would think that that'd be something that they wouldn't want to do, especially if somebody wants to use the Apple TV as a way of you know, a having a meeting. Big screen. Well, you know, for family calls is what you're, you know. Just like the portal. Or family calls, right? Yeah, that's like the portal's uh, thing. So, and, and you really don't hear too much about that either. Have you, or listen, have you read stuff for that item that I haven't seen? Or No, I just came up with that as that being a good idea. And I think it would yeah. be. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. I came up with it because we, we talked about doing it on a Mac. And then we told, went right into new features of the Apple TV. I'm like, there's a connection here. Look, my, uh, my thought process is what can the Apple TV do? That's why it gets very little no. press conference at this point, because there's nothing really left for it to do. But that's something to do. You could do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's something uh, something they should consider. Um, Jim, call me. Uh, I got ideas. Yeah. Um, you know where you can go. Feedback at, at Apple.com. <laughs> oh, I'm not giving this. All right, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up for this week. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. Support the show. You can buy me a coffee at InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You also can become a, become a Patreon of the show by going to Patreon.com slash InTouchWithIOS. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and so you're notified when we are live streaming, which is usually on every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash DaveG65. We also can watch and listen to the past shows, video, and audio. Visit In Touch With iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics that we discuss are flipped into that magazine. The link is in our show notes. You also can subscribe in our uh, 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 to the show in our fa- in your fa- favorite podcatcher, including Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Guy Searle, so yes. glad you made it back to the show. Where, where can people find you? Thanks for being here. Oh, email guy at mymac.com. Twitter is MacParrot or VertShark. And uh, I am <laughs> VertShark over there on the YouTubes. I, I've just actually started doing something a little bit different. I'm taking little snippets from the MyMac podcast for both audio oh, cool. and video. And uh, putting them on VertShark.com as well as YouTube. And, of course, flipping those over to Vert Shark over there on Facebook. Uh, I've got nine of them for the last show nice. that just came out. And I didn't even get past the first break. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> There's always something funny on that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I need to uh, be a little more discerning, I think, in which ones I choose. And and they're all like uh, two to three minutes long. They're not real, real, real yeah, long. That's what I, I got to start doing that. I've been recording it. I just never make the time. Good idea. Yeah. Well, it's it's re- real easy to do using DaVinci, but 
that's not what this show is all about. So, but those yep. are all the various ways that you can get a hold of me. Uh, of course, there is the MyMac podcast that I do with Gaz, uh, Guy's Daily Drive, which for whatever stupid reason I record in my car on my way to work, usually about twice a week. And uh, of course, uh, Chuck continues to allow me on Mac Voices. And every once in a while, Dave uh, takes me out of the cage and lets me come on to his show. So, yay. Got you in a rotation. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. Thank and uh, once Clark. Lawrence Clark, uh, thanks for being here as always. So where can people find you? Uh, pretty much the same places that you and Guy said, minus a couple of those places. So you'll, if, if you tune into like one of your shows or Guy's shows or, or Chuck's shows, maybe I'll be there. All right. Well, that's specific. Uh, it is, it is very specific. <laughs> and I want to thank you for listening. We really appreciate you being here. We hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll talk again soon. <laughs>